Does everybody know what time it is? Time to think about investing in the ring caddy. It's the caddy for you to put all of your important jewelry in while you do those annoying household chores that require your hands. Never again lose your cherished keepsakes. Has this ever happened to you? A household of unruly boys and men who never consider to do the dishes, leave you a sink full of soiled cutlery? Are you sick of scrubbing the tub and worried that your wedding ring will scratch the ceramic finish? That's right, the ring caddy. Its special lid clasps shut to ensure that your ring, <laughs> that your rings are secure while you do all the hard work. Okay, can I? Ba- I can't. Like this sounds great. I just can't pay for it all at once. Are there like several easy installments I can make? You would expect this to be what two hundred and fifty dollars? Yes. No, nine hundred dollars. Yeah, I bet ninety nine dollars. <laughs> I mean, any of those numbers, I would expect that. I'm very gullible. <laughs> uh, wrong again. If you call now, you can get the ring caddy. Uh, for $19.99, but that's not all. We will throw in a second ring caddy if you call right now. Wait, are you saying that I should wait and that there's more? <laughs> that's right. There's more. Oh, good. If you call now, we'll throw in a third ring caddy. Wait, how many rings, like, are you expecting me to have? Is this primarily aimed at, like, Italian mobster guys with rings on every finger? Uh, no, but it is, uh, funded by Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, well, I, I mean... A good thing that he's putting all that uh, all that crazy train money to work. Also, it's grunt work. I went down to the crossroads, fell down on my knees, asked the Lord above, have mercy. Please smite poor Tim, if you please, because this is grunt work. The only podcast about home improvement that sounds like it's been soaked in a vat of bourbon, left hanging in the smokehouse for a few months, then taken outside and run over with a car. Whoa. I'm your host, Truman, the da man caps, and with me as always is my co-host, Landon, the man Solano. Wow, I was tapping my foot to that one. Yeah, I know. Well, you've got more soul than I do. I will say, this is out of the four seasons we've been doing this. Um, the first time we've turned the talk singing against the show. Truly. And it, yes. uh, it felt kind of good, I'm not going to lie. I know, I like A little to, retaliation. Yeah, I mean, like, it's been, it's so long it's been something that brings us solace after the show. <laughs> Why can't it be our weapon? Why can't music yes, be our weapon? Yes, and yeah. I gotta be honest, I feel like we need a weapon for this episode. <laughs> we need, uh, yeah, a weapon or a lightning bolt, or just like, you know, nuke the episode from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> Truman... Uh, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's I, I, sad it's under these circumstances of having to watch this episode of Home Improvement. It sounds like we're pretty much on the same page. Yeah, so we can go home now, right? <laughs> this one sucks. Don't watch it, guys. <laughs> oh, jokes on you if you if you watch this one ahead of us. Um, let's uh, yeah. before we go into that, I just uh, I want to uh, pause and say you know we might a night you it in reverse it. You might not have liked. This episode of Home Improvement, like we didn't, uh, maybe you did. I don't know. I'm not judging you. If you did, if you did, turn off the podcast right now. Delete it. Sorry. <laughs> we... Give us the download back. We would like that data, please. One zero zero one zero. It's all all of us. That you, I will thank you to watch your language on the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, my robot swears are offensive <laughs> to you, sir. Um, uh, if you, I, what happened? <laughs> If you, okay, now. you're saying this is a special message, Landon, for people who like this, sh- who who don't like. We didn't like this episode, but if you want to listen to us cover stuff we do like, yes, I want to point out to our Patreon right now. We just uh, released, I think, the same day as this episode, um, our second big goal setting uh, episode. Great big where goals. we have covered a second. Uh, 
Well, we did. Um, we covered Frasier a little bit differently this time. Let's be honest. We covered ourselves in Frasier. <laughs> we, we, it's the only way to it, live it, through Frasier. It's like a spa treatment. It's a it's a mud <laughs> bath. It's a Frasier bath. Uh, yeah, we we cracked open rather than rather than talking about the entirety of season one like we did last time. It would be stupid to talk about the entirety of season one again. That would be a terrible bonus. You've already heard that episode. We took two episodes. We each picked our favorite episode. Landon from the Frasier he's watched thus far, and me from yep. all of the Frasier, and uh, just kind of cracked them open like a couple of. Uh, uh, eggs basically yeah. like uh like scrambled eggs if you will and uh talked about them in the same way that in the same kind of depth that we in the same way that we talk about home improvement except most of it was like i really liked when they did this and this part was really good and... <laughs> it's mostly just reenacting uh episodes so uh if you're into that you can always access that uh at any level of our patreon uh over at patreon.com slash current work pod yeah uh i feel like I, I promote patreon too much on this show so i'm going to back away from that now and let's talk about the show we're here to talk about, which is Home on the Improvement. <laughs> home on the Improvement. Uh, wow, man. We, we kind of we start improvising. It's amazing the places that we go to, you know. It's like we, we created this really great character who thinks improvement is a thing. <laughs> Um, oh my god! Yeah, we uh, yeah, it was um, <laughs> it was a show we watched. It was an episode. It was like we got in a time machine and we we set it for season three and we went back there, uh, <laughs> and, and then we're like, what if what if some of the assier guys on Mad Men wrote this episode? Like, what oh if, boy, what if sir? What if Roger <laughs> Sterling took a crack at this one with the old uh, with the old typewriter? Just wait till we get to the point where we crack open who wrote this episode. Oh 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 oh! Uh, but before we get there, we have some other things to do. Uh, right. Okay. What are those things? Uh, one is we have to talk about what this episode was. What this episode was? Oh, the synopsis. Yes. yes. Landon, do you want to, like, just say, hey, let's flip a coin. Flip. Okay. Oh, hey, Landon, it's your turn to <laughs> do the synopsis. Riff one off the top of your head. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> this synopsis is brought to us by John S. Thank you. So thank you, John. Thank you, John. Uh, Tim and Jill have not been getting along lately. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, like every episode. Uh, Jill has been voraciously studying for school while Tim has been picking up all the additional chores. So when he accidentally drops a ring down the furnace vent, things get heated. Naturally, Tim... <laughs> That's I'll, funny. I'll I like, take it. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Naturally, Tim takes to the takes to tool time. Uh, takes to the tool time airwaves to air his grievances. <laughs> air. Bringing with him two audience members to enact a little role play to demonstrate how much of an old hen women can be. However, Jill sees the episode and she's thrilled. There's no problem. There's no conflict. <laughs> Ten minute long episode. <laughs> they make up and uh, Jill gets her uh, degree and... Uh, we all move on to better things in our lives. Yep, everybody everybody gets onto that boat and sails off with all the hobbits from the end of Lord of the Rings or whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just checking my notes now. Uh, it actually says, no, she was not happy at all about that. This seems like a pretty major typo to make, especially when you're handwriting it as you look to with that large notepad that you pulled out. <laughs> uh, I know. But, you know, I can't, I'm not perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, she's unhappy about it. And uh, hijinks ensue. Hijinks? No. Nah. There's no hijinks. No, they're low jinx. Yeah, nothing really ensues either. I feel like I was jinxed watching this episode. I feel like I was just lied to by you. 
nothing happens in this episode. Yeah, I, I, well, Tim builds a little diorama of a therapist's office. He does. He draws yes. a face on a peanut. That always helps. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that is a saving uh, grace of some sort. Um, let's go into guess that title. Okay, I've got some options. Okay. The first option is by far the most obvious, and I put it in here because I'm just hungry, hungry to win one of these. I'm hungry like the wolf. Okay. Uh, croquet Ball Blues. Mm, incorrect. Yeah. Yeah, why would they do the thing that they say repeatedly in the episode? <laughs> okay, next one. The Ring Cycle. I like it, but no. Yeah. Well, I don't like Wagner's anti-Semitism, Landon, so, <laughs> but whatever, that's fine. Uh, you can separate the artist from the art. So the the next one, God bless. The next one is this is a reach. D T T T blues, which would be so as opposed to N Y P D blues. This is Detroit Tool Time blues. Wow, that's a stretch. Well, Landon, it's not a great episode. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can with the material given to me. I am I'm just like, saying, uh, uh, protect your hamstrings on that one. Look, I'm, I'm like Issa Rae in the movie Little. It's not a good script. It's not a good movie. I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, there's a little movie called Blue Velvet. I'm aware of it. Blue Helmet. Because he wears a helmet at one point. Yeah, the lion's helmet. Yeah. Okay. All right. And 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 it looks like a blue logo on there. So that is the the Detroit Lions logo is blue. That's exactly what I meant. (laughs) Um, Peanuts envy. Oh, okay. And lastly, Chappelle's show. (laughs) Ding 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 ding. Incorrect. No. Then why did the ding go off? Why did I start singing the Price is Right song? Now I've embarrassed myself. Okay, what is the title of this? The title uh, shares a title with a um, Don Cheadle movie. Oh, Boogie Nights. (laughs) No, wait, no, wait. Uh, Captain America Civil War. Close. You're getting closer. Uh, 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 Ocean's Eleven? Talk to me. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Great. which originally aired March 14th, 1995, directed by Andy Cadiff, written by Mr. Carmen Finestra, oh. David McFadden, and Matt Williams, the three creators of this television show that we watch week to week. Well, well, well. <laughs> How the turntables. Um... Yeah, I don't. I think the last episode that they wrote was um, uh, the Great Race Two. Oh, okay. Where you know the Bob Vila competition. Yeah, I know, and that's that's uh, that's the super powered lawnmower, right? Uh, that was the first one. I would just yeah, didn't they do? I can't. Wow, I've forgotten already. What was the difference between season two, which is the Great Race, and season three, which is the Great Race Two? What was uh. I, I, look, man, I'm, mm. look, uh, my, you know, to, to paraphrase something I said in the intro, my brain right now feels like it's been soaked in a oh, vat of bourbon. Oh, hot rods. Oh, hot rods. The hot rods yes, season three. Yes, of course, they're, yeah, they're racing out there at the racetrack yeah, and he still gets yep. beaten because he could have blown up the car or something. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tim showed a, a in the, the last seconds of season three's, just, uh, just, just squeaked the, in there. We had the season three blues. And uh, at the very last second showed a, a bit of dignity. And I've got the season three blues again. <laughs> I got the season four blues right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, I mean, uh, what, what? Okay, so what do we do now? What part we, of the podcast we go, is this? I'm sorry. We go into the the our reflections on this episode. Neither of us, I think, you've blocked it out of your brain because you don't want to talk about it. Was was there a was there a show? I mean, I thought I thought we were just hanging out. I thought I just came over, <laughs> ate some Cheez-Its, and I've got a sniffer of sherry here too. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, do you want to do, do you want to talk about it? Would that make it better for you? Do we want to sit in a circle and drink some coffee out of styrofoam cups and talk yes, about how it made us feel? Because I forgot about uh something that okay. i should have brought up in the preamble okay so i'll bring it up after our reflections to lift our spirits okay and then we'll move on to the the rest of the episode so oh, okay uh why don't you start with how you felt about this episode i felt bad about this episode tim is <laughs> uh, uh you know to be fair i think that the kind of central issue the central conflict of the episode wherein jill asks tim to open up about his feelings Tim is honest about what he's feeling, mm-hmm. and Jill uh, yells at him and treats him harshly. I think that the broader strokes of that are something that happen in relationships, being able, yeah. you know, and it's like, okay, you know, it's important to be able to both want to hear what someone is thinking and then also, like, be receptive to what they're actually saying, even if it's hard to hear. So on the right. one hand, like, okay, good. On the other hand, every aspect of this, Tim is out of line and reacts to everything in the worst way possible. He does a thing that he's repeatedly been told not to do, never (laughs) apologizes for it, and gets forgiven immediately because he (laughs) drew a face on a peanut. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's funny. As I was writing the synopsis for this episode, I, I had to write it twice because the first time I'm like, I, I as I was writing it, lost track of what happened. Yeah. Because there isn't really anything that happens. Yeah. Like you would think that dropping the ring in the furnace would create a more central problem. Yeah. It doesn't. No. It's a catalyst for something else. And you would think that you know, because it got him to yell on or uh, to say the old hen thing on tool time, and you would think that would create more of a problem. It doesn't really. No. <laughs> uh and so I was just like, I lost track of like what the fuck is this episode about it's not giving us anything new it's not particularly funny no tim is problematic but not in a way that you know i feel like he's been more audaciously problematic in the past and jill is a little more assertive with throwing it back in his face now so it really just leaves us in a in a like limbo of i didn't need there's literally nothing about this episode that you haven't covered in the past yeah it wasn't particularly a new or funny approach no now uh, and it just kind of fizzled in the water. The only thing that I can hope for, I'm going to save for later in the episode. Oh my god, all this foreshadowing. I know. I, well, we have to make some sort of excitement out of this uh, <laughs> this turd of an episode. <laughs> well, okay. Well, well. Uh, God bless you for trying. You're doing yes. the best you can with the material that you've got to. And heaven forbid the lights shut off and there's a murder that happens right before I reveal what this uh, this big thing is that I hope for. Well, I'm crossing my finger. Well, I mean, on the one hand, I want to know what the thing is, but on the other, if you get murdered, I'm not going to find out what it is. If I get murdered, I'm not going to find out what it is. <laughs> so this is a real pickle for both of us. <laughs> Somebody's going to walk in the door and immediately get murdered. Wow. By, like, by who? Is there a sniper or one of us? Well, then the rest of the episode is you and I trying to decipher which one of us killed the other one i mean i feel like that would be a fairly simple mystery to solve since we're both looking at each other and there's a tape recorder running it would probably catch valuable clues i don't know i don't know that agatha christie ever went down this route of a uh, uh, who done it when there's only two people that could have done it and both of them know that neither of them did it uh her famous book two little podcasters <laughs> 
It's not what it was always called. Oh yeah, good. You know that <laughs> fact too. We can't. It's really not good like to talk about on the radio because we'd have to say some words were not cool. Hey guys, look up Ab- Agatha Christie's uh, Ten Little Indians. Uh, on... Actually, I think it's it's officially now called And, and then, then There Were None. Okay. Look up Agatha Christie's and then there were none on Wikipedia. You will take a disturbing trip through things people used to call books. <laughs> um, and then read about what they used to call macadamia nuts. Ooh, I Wait, don't know. No, oh, no, no I know nuts. that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one too. Uh, yeah. In fact, I knew someone growing up who still called them that and uh, very uncomfortable. I went, I once, my, my, my family and I were at like, we'd gone over to some family friend's house, like some kind of ritzy family friends, and they had a like little dish of macadamia nuts, and we were sitting there, and the other people were in the next room, and my mom said, oh, my mother used to have the most horrible, vile name for these things, and I was like 10, and I was like, really, well, what did she call them? And they were like, no, 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 we can't tell you, no, we won't tell you, we won't tell you, and so I was just, for the rest of, for like, for the next 10 Fixated, years, right. I assumed that my mother's mother called macadamia nuts, fuck nuts. <laughs> I was like, what's the worst thing you can call these? Oh, fuck nuts. Okay, they must have been called fuck nuts. <laughs> Not near, then you entered the 2000s and you're like, everything is called fuck nuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got into high school and all my friends started calling me fuck nuts. Um, look, but this is not the podcast where we talk about racist names for popular legumes. <laughs> no, it's not. I guess, wait, are Brazil nuts a legume or are they... Are nuts themselves legumes? Well, I know peanuts are legumes and are there's they? a peanut in this episode. I would... But then some nuts I would, are nuts. I, I think, well, I, I don't know. You're getting you, the entomology of all this. I don't know. Uh, that's all that's origins of words that's not even uh food category so yeah uh well Who the okay. fuck am i yeah you're you're nuts uh so fuck <laughs> so home improvement not yet is a tv show okay well yeah we're gonna go into the deep dive but okay. to to lift our spirits a little yes bit before we go there i want to like shift the energy to okay something exciting i okay. forgot to bring this up in the preamble okay uh due to the the amazing support of our patreon sponsors yes um, I, I'm happy to provide you with a surprise. Okay. Okay. I now, I like, this is the first I've heard of this too. What is, I'm handing a uh, Truman, a, uh, USPS box. And I, I, I've already, op- murder happens? I've already opened it to make sure that, uh, the right thing is inside, but, uh, uh talk, right, us, right talk us through your experience. Here. Okay. I'm reaching into the box. Scorpions running out. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well done. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm not looking at what the thing is. I'm just making sure I got everything out of there. You just <laughs> okay. It looks like oh dear. <gasps> this is a Super Nintendo cartridge for Home Improvement Power Tool Pursuit. Um, it doesn't. <laughs> it looks like the words Power Tool Pursuit have have actually worn off. So it just says Home Improvement. We've got Tim and Al in front of a brick wall, an evening at the Apollo here, or the Improv, or whatever. Uh, does it say Al is a gal? Uh, it does. It does not. That's the game is trying to remove. That, the final boss is those words trying to <laughs> pressure wash them off. Uh, yeah, it's the home improvement game. Tim wrapped up in uh, in some uh, high tension wire or extension cords. Al looking at the camera like this. This fucking guy. Am I right, folks? <laughs> you thought your family was crazy. And uh, and let's see. Home improvement. Copyright. Touchstone Pictures and Television. Published by Absolute Entertainment Incorporated. Wow, all rights reserved. Granular with that. 1994. Absolute Entertainment Incorporated. Again, all rights reserved. <laughs> um, okay, let's look at the back. Important. Power must okay. be off before loading. <laughs> oh, uh, the, you're missing the important point in here. Veilleuse uh, consulteur le manuel resignés. Para precauciones y vicios. Anyway, what were you saying? The important point being, we now have the Super Nintendo uh, Home Improvement Super Nintendo game. Guys, listen to this. 
that now no longer works. Oh, come on. It blew all the dust out <laughs> of it. Just kidding. Uh, we will now be covering as a special episode at the end of this season, uh, Home Improvement Power Tool Pursuit. I am so excited. We've been talking about too. this. We've had, we've also had some music cues ready for this since literally before we started the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so uh, we've been waiting for this day for so long. Yes, yes. I am extremely excited to play this. Uh, and we want to hear from you guys in terms of like how you want us to cover this. Uh, you know, we have a couple in chocolate, ideas. butterscotch. Uh, uh, cream cheese. Ooh, you're losing me a little bit. Uh, rabbit and a sushi. Rabbit and sushi. Yeah, rabbit and sushi. It's like a Welsh rare bit. Oh, gross. Um, <laughs> so if any of that sounds appealing to you, if no, you want us to, pretty good. It, no, no matter what we cover it in, it's still a plastic game cartridge, Landon. Okay, I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> if you want us to do video coverage of us playing, if you want to do uh, just audio, you know, whatever you want. Uh, Give us your feedback. We'll see what we can technologically do. I think Truman and I have limitations with uh, our understanding of how streaming things work. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> to we'll, we'll say the least. We'll, we'll just get on the Twitch and we'll do a, a Twitch stream on Minecraft and Fortnite with PewDiePie, and uh, you know, and, <laughs> how do you, and how then, do you Twitch a, an old school NES SNES system? Uh, I think you gotta get you gotta download an emulator i think onto the server and i wouldn't have needed to purchase this thing if there's an emulator to play the game i I don't i don't know landon you're you're you're, like so temper your requests based on this conversation right now yeah 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 like really really lower your standards for whatever you're (laughs) expecting from this episode i know that that, like look in terms of the musical play at the beginning and end of the episode we are locked in on that in terms of actually how you'll see the episode eh uh and also be prepared this is a notoriously difficult and poorly designed game nice so it's going to be probably uh you know an hour of us trying to get through the first level so i just want to prepare prep prep people for that yeah um well look landon i don't know about you but i am very good at video games okay i am what was it i want to say the master but i'm definitely not thinking of the master what was that video game with the power glove in the the Wiz? The Wiz. I'm the Wiz. The Wizard. The Wizard. The Wizard. Wiz is the... Wizard of Waverly Place. <laughs> I auditioned for that once. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was going to be Dom DeLuise's son's brother, I think, on the show. Yeah? And so did you get the part and become famous? I became close. I got very close to getting the part. Yeah? Uh, didn't. And it oh. sucks, because that would have been a recurring role. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I know. It, it would have been like the equivalent of Frederick on Frasier. Like, I'd come in once a season. Still, not bad. I yeah. mean, that's that's solid. That'd probably get you a free drink somewhere, at least. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it was after Dom DeLuise passed away. Uh, that would have been the only benefit of <laughs> taking the role. I mean, outside of the money and, you know, the launch board into whatever came next. But, um, you know, I would have liked to have met Dom DeLuise someday. Yeah, but if you'd done that, you wouldn't be here watching every episode of Home Improvement with me. Oh, how life could have gone differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into um, the crux of what we do here. Yeah. Okay. Right into it. So, right into it after like 20 minutes. So, I'm going to put this in tool time corner. Do it. That's the only place for it. Cast it into the fires at the base of Mount Doom. Uh, so, we open in the... Yeah, there you go. That's good. We open in the uh, in the living room where the grunt creep is playing hockey with the boys. Yeah. The dining room? The dining room. Yeah. Living, dining room. It's all nah, it's kinda, They're on the hardwood. Yeah. Right. And, uh... Which, you know, come on, guys. You're getting old enough to know not yeah. to do shit like that. Also, I'm th- they're on their rollerblades in the... in Yeah, they're on rollerblades. Yeah. So, A, why aren't you outside? Right. B, 
Whatever happened to Blade Warriors? <laughs> like you played that on Rollerblade. This is <laughs> this is a uh, uh, spring training. Oh, Florida. I see. Yeah. I see. I, th- I thought they went to Arizona or Florida for that. <laughs> uh, everyone buys tickets yeah. for uh, Fantasy Blade Warriors camp where they get to watch them. The Grunt Creep is also trying to play with them. Yeah, not doing a great job. No, no, he, he's not too uh, too deft on those skates. Yeah, he's not very nimble. I get which again I attribute to the fact that his legs are like toothpicks and his body is wide <laughs> and boxy and made out of letters. Uh, so Jill comes home as yeah. the boys are playing and is predictably upset that they were playing hockey. Uh, can you blame her? No, can't blame her at all. Because in two seconds, um, a tennis ball makes its way into this episode. Why would they be playing with croquet balls on hardwood in the living room, in the kitchen, where there's breakable things when a tennis ball is uh, just as easily accessible? I mean, this is... Wait, is the tennis ball in this in the very first scene? I know there's croquet balls a little bit down the line, but... Well, I just assumed it was croquet balls here as well. Yeah, maybe it was. I mean, if, if, fuck it. Yeah, they're playing with croquet balls. The, the most destructive kind of ball. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think that if you if you graph out all the usages of croquet balls in the 20th century, 80% of them are kids using them as weapons to hurt other kids. <laughs> Nobody plays croquet. Nobody likes croquet. That's how you win Blade Warriors. Is by beating someone with a croquet ball. So exactly. You don't to... let the people with the blades actually get close enough to you. You launch the croquet balls over the fence at them. You wipe out their front lines, and then you're left to take over the uh, the uh, battlefield. Second wave of defense, yeah. Okay, so it's, it sounds like, the, yeah, of course this is a game that their friend George W. Bush, a.k.a. Stinky, would be playing with them. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Jill comes home. She's she's upset that they're playing this game in the in the living room. She's also upset that there's uh, uh, trash and garbage and stuff that they didn't clean yeah. up all over the place. Because she she made a, covered in stuff. A point before she left for school for the day to say, you know, I asked you guys to clean up before I got home. Uh, you didn't. Yeah, don't and, you don't you remember saying, you know, well, we miss you. We'll have the place cleaned up by the time you get back. And they say no, no. Um, I'd like to point out that uh, Brad and Randy throw Tim under the bus here saying, oh, yeah. well, that's not ours. That's uh, uh, the pig with the tool belt. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be your mess to clean it up. Boys. No, it does not. It does not. It will do these guys well yeah. to learn, like, for life that, yeah. oh, yeah, maybe, you know, don't just, like, put blinders on and ignore stuff that isn't your mess. But... Well, yeah. I mean, Tim might be uh, covering for other chores. Uh, doesn't mean that you know, he, I don't know. I, I've also seen no evidence that Tim has been covering for any chores. <laughs> we so, get, we get one bit later in the episode, uh, which we'll, we'll cover in due time. So anyway, Jill puts a couple of uh, plastic bags down on the uh, counter amidst all the other detritus and says, well, this is, uh, you, you know, this is your dinner. It's fried chicken. Don't touch it until we set it out for dinner and goes stomping off upstairs, grumbling about living in a house full of animals Tim comes in, the boys say, look out, Dad, uh, Mom's in a bad mood because the place is all is all messed up. And Tim goes on this tirade to them about, like, well, well, how come you couldn't clean the place up once in a while? I mean, all the work that your mom's doing, blah, blah, blah. And they say, well, she's mad at you because you left all this stuff out. And he says, what am I, the janitor? <laughs> Just really relatable stuff here. It, it was one of those things where, as, as, like, with Tim's first lines of the episode, it's like, up. Oh, Okay, buckle in. We know where we stand. Here we go. Uh, so Tim starts to frantically uh, shove everything into the garbage compactor. Um, yep, the it, trash compactor. Yeah, well, that, yeah, Same the trash thing. compactor. Yeah, uh, including the chicken that Jill has brought home for dinner. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and she, yeah, well, like Jill is yelling to him, like Tim, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just cleaning up, honey." And they're 
talking back and forth about stuff. At one point, like, there's, like, an empty pint carton of of ice cream that he just sticks in the bread box. Come it's on. like, Tim, who's going to use that next? Obviously, Jill. You're just setting yourself <laughs> up to get yelled at down the line. But the garbage is right over there. So he yeah. puts everything in the trash compactor, puts the button, and Jill goes, will you set dinner out? And he says, where is it? And she she goes, oh, it's on those plastic bags on the counter. And Next to the trash compactor. Yeah. And we get it. Oh, no. Yeah. And then... Something amazing happened here at Gruntwork Studios. Oh, what? Uh, Landon says, like, as as Tim is reacting to this God. and the interstitial music starts playing, <laughs> Landon says, okay, and the scene gets trash compacted. And sure enough, a gigantic uh, <laughs> metal press comes down from up top and squishes the scene down and down and down until it explodes into chicken feathers and goes... <laughs> uh, I can start to predict them. Not always, because a lot of them come out of left field. Yes, but, no, you can kind of smell them coming. I feel like at this point, once per episode, I can kind of uh, determine what transition is going to come Is it like an, like an old man in Nebraska or something who can, like, feel his old war injury starting to ache, and he stands <laughs> on the porch and looks out and says, a storm is coming? Uh, it's actually more like The Shining, uh, <laughs> where you, you I'm, just... I'm like Scatman Crothers in bed, just kind of frozen, uh, looking at a topless uh, uh, picture on my wall. I'm really glad you were going to mention, you mentioned the topless picture, because if you didn't, I was going to mention the topless <laughs> no picture. No one mentions that topless picture, it's just... and it's the f- main focus in the frame where his feet are... Little sticking out it's this long stanley kubrick pull back from this this naked black lady who presumably the kid in colorado is is seeing because he's got the connection to scatman yeah uh, yeah so you've got the shining for uh transitions yeah i think so i would call it the transing but i feel like some other people have claimed to that <laughs> so uh, the compact transition takes us into the theme song yes uh, and either okay i I've, I've come to a conclusion here. you've come to a conclusion yeah Either the Taylor house is three stories tall. Okay. Or there is a f- hidden room. We discussed this last week. That you know, we, we speculated hidden, it might be a hidden, hidden fuck spot. Yeah. There is, sure enough, behind Brad, when he's on screen in his little video game world, you see the, the surface level mm-hmm. of the house. Yeah. And you see the stairs going up. Yeah. And then below, it's not the basement, because you see the basement in... Uh, jtt's uh screen Mm -hmm. in brad's there is another room that has a uh like a a coat rack with a like floral woman's hat on it like a sun hat oh my god that's where al's mom lives (laughs) she's the the call is coming from inside the house uh maybe yeah yeah well i don't know i just want to point out that there is a a hidden room here you know i'm gonna say this and this is going to be a little bit of a left turn but i think it it applies so there's a video game i've been reading about recently called dwarf fortress which is basically okay it's a very um very uh difficult to play byzantine game about basically where you play it's sort of like a management simulator where you play a bunch of uh, fantasy style dwarves who are digging a uh like basically a a fortress into the side of a mountain and mining for gold and everything but so i was reading about like this thing that people do with this game is that they will take a save file a bunch of friends will take a save file and they will each pass off like trade off on playing it like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. play for a year of in-game time i'm gonna play for a year of in-game time and they were just right about their experiences and all the crazy shit that happens in this very deep game and I've been reading about these people playing it, uh, a bunch of people from the, the same message board playing it, and each new person who gets the thing 
or gets access to the save file we'll be playing. And in the process of doing it, we'll discover all these weird random rooms that the previous people built into it and never <laughs> told anyone about, like a shrine to someone's character that's like 30 stories above the fortress or like, <laughs> oh, like you you mined out all of the most valuable uh, minerals and metals in here and made this little this little hidden away room with all these statues of your character in it and all these things. So that seems like the sort of thing Tim would do. Like I feel I could see Tim constantly being adding doing like add-ons to the house and little nooks and crannies that nobody even knows are there <laughs> so I, that might be the thing too he's just okay. created it like a, a hidden little vault all for himself like statues of him i'm gonna play devil's advocate okay. because what we the the only evidence that we have is that we do have a a large floral sun hat mm. that is clearly a woman's hat that and it's kind of a brightly wallpapered room i would maybe go so far to suggest that tim wouldn't that wouldn't fall under Tim's uh, purview of decor. So uh, I'm thinking maybe Jill has some handy skills that we don't know about. That would be pretty cool. And that's where her pottery wheel is. <laughs> <laughs> she learned just enough about carpentry and structural engineering to build a <laughs> hidden pottery wheel room. Exactly. And then got a bunch of Chippendale dancers to move the heavy thing in there. Heck yes. I'm going to say... Is I that is that a, a, a side door uh, Patrick Swayze um it sounds more like a side side door Napoleon Dynamite more than anything, oh. but okay. Well, because he had the famous Chippendales. Oh, I see. Dance. Oh, oh, like heck yes is what you mean. And yeah. the pottery wheel being the ghost thing. Ah, mm, yeah. Okay, I think that is. Yeah, then that is a that is a sways. <laughs> retroactively. Take yeah, credit. yeah. That is what I was referring to. Uh, no, that sounds pretty likely. I would just say that maybe if Tim built a secret room, maybe it's a room where he likes to dress up as a woman. You know, oh, because maybe he wants okay. to explore that aspect of his personality. It's would not you... a thing that a hypermasculine, manly man like Tim can do anywhere else. Look at that. You devil's advocated my devil's advocate. Yeah, man. It's like you were you were playing one kind of Uno, and then I hit threw down like a reverse or whatever, and then you went the other way. And then I tapped the card, which I think is what you do in Magic the Gathering. The, the point is, yeah, I out-deviled you. Uh, we went through a lot of twists and turns during this theme song. Yes, we did. I don't think... I seldom do we talk this long about the theme song, yeah. and I think I know why. Uh, so we come back to the living room, or kitchen. back to the kitchen, whatever. Yeah. Every room, Landon, is a living room because living people are in that room. This is simple stuff. Uh, or are living rooms really sentient, just silent? Oh, man. So... We get back into the kitchen. Yes. Jill uh, is studying at the uh, the little bar area. And she is talking about how uh, she feels really, like, she's never studied this hard for a test. She mm -hmm. thinks that if she passes it, she'll be able to get into any grad school she wants, even U of M. Ooh. Hail to the victors. Am I right, guys? You're, you're right there, sir. Yep. Uh... <laughs> So, and that she, Jill steps out of the room for whatever reason. Tim is washing some dishes at this point, so good, yeah. fine. Like, this is them showing him doing a little bit of housework. And uh, in the process, uh, Tim finds Jill's wedding ring next to the sink and becomes uh, becomes oddly responsible all of a sudden. It's like, Jill, you can't leave your ring right by the sink like this. It'll fall down the sink and I'd never be able to find it. Can you just... Like, next time you're doing dishes, can you please just take your ring and put it somewhere safe over here? I And I got kind of excited here uh, because I thought that this was going to turn into an episode, a Jill, a Jill faux pas episode. Yeah. Where it's like... A Joe pa. You know, they have a conversation about the ring and then she, in the next scene, accidentally loses it again. Mm. And then she has to try to keep something from Tim. And, and uh, she gets a phone call that says, seven days. <laughs> 
Are all of these ring jokes that you've been making over the last couple of weeks because I bought the Arrow video ring set and it's sitting on the yeah while well, we watch TV? Yeah, it's a regular three ring circus in here right now. So um, I couldn't even finish. Yeah, I can't even resolve the chord. Wow, man. Uh, that's not what we got though. No, Tim, that's not what we got. <laughs> instead, Tim tries to move it from the sink to the side of the the counter, yep. and in doing so, somehow misses the counter entirely and he, drops it down a vent that didn't exist in this household until this episode. He, he sets it in, I guess, a pool of bacon grease that it slips right out of. <laughs> I don't know why I had to join in on that. You seem to have it under control. Anyway, but we get this... I like the scenario of the character of the ring uh, slipping and sliding and then catching like a, a piece of bread who's like oh, i didn't expect to also go down in this tragedy <laughs> uh i'm for some reason i'm either like i don't know why i'm not picturing it as the uh, grunt creep but instead as like one of the california raisins all weirdly creepily claymationed <laughs> or something uh, yes so yeah it falls down and it falls down clang 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 and we get this shot from overhead of it and i feel like they might have composited that furnace vent onto the floor i'm not sure if that's actually there or not Oh, you mean no? I think it's there. Oh, it's there. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I can't. I can't trust my eyes anymore. Is what I, I'm saying. I can't either. So Joel, you know, T- Tim drops it and is immediately just upset by that. And yes. then Jill comes in and says, "What was that sound?" And Tim goes, "I don't know, but it had a familiar ring to it," <laughs> which was good. I know we were ragging on this episode not being funny, but that was a that was a good bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they, it, this does not hit as hard with Jill as I expected it to. No. Like, she she's like oh she seems like just mildly put off by it like yeah. oh I wish that hadn't happened but it did so oh, okay oh no the thing that reminds everyone in the world that I'm married to you is gone <laughs> oh dang instead she uses it as an opportunity to go you know I've been sensing a lot of hostility from you lately and Tim goes no more than usual happy marriages <laughs> okay I mean but and and it's true that she says that I want to just get one other good bit out of the line where she says did you drop my ring down the drain and Tim says no he dropped it down the furnace vent and then he's going to get his tools to get it out and he says well look while I'm down there I can get that pair of earrings I dropped down there that I just realized I never told you about <laughs> and then it is then after that yeah. that she starts at like you know you've been screwing up all these things you didn't empty the dishwasher you didn't separate the lights and darks in the laundry yeah. you didn't do all these things and yeah, it feels like something's going on. Something, something's something's going on. Yeah, and she says to you know she she wakes up in the morning and she steps outside, takes a deep breath, she gets real high, and she says to Tim, "What's going on?" <laughs> and Tim, 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 listen, okay, Tim, buddy, you know what? Here, are you turning your back? Okay, and and should I turn my chair around here? You know what, Landon, for the podcast, <laughs> are we really sharing two? Two, two sides of the same personality here. I turn my hat backwards. You turn your chair backwards. Tim, <laughs> look, Tim, we're, neither of us is good at this, so we have to both share it. Tim, you're not doing this right. Uh, listen, your wife has labored over you and three kids. She also labored to make the three kids. For 15 years of marriage. Yes. There is no world in which you complaining about being taken advantage of for having to pick up the slack and the chores holds any water. And, and now, I don't know if, did we actually get to the key point here that, that like, he says, well, I've just been feeling a little bit taken advantage of. I've been doing all this work and I haven't gotten a single thank you, not a single one. Well, I think I applied that. Okay, you applied that. Well, yeah. 
yeah, so he, but he explains that, yeah. And, yeah, it's not, um, it's not cool, man. He, he is very upset that he has had to do any housework and that he hasn't been thanked for it. Yeah. When... To, to his credit, though, uh, well, maybe to the show's credit, they are playing it kind of broad. I mean, he's not so prickly with it, you know? Yeah. You can tell he's like, and I haven't been, you know, even seen a single thank you. And yeah. he kind of makes this kind of, uh you know, the shoot face. Yeah. By the way, are we done doing real talk and rapping with I the think kids? So, Can yeah. I turn my chair back around? Because this is hurting my groin. <laughs> Please do. Sorry to talk about my groin. Oh, God. Just, okay. Just gonna move this around. So, yeah, he, uh, it's, you know, yeah, it's played broadly, but at the same time, he's still, you know, look, Jill asked and said, what's, you know, what's up, which is also the title of the song commonly referred to as yes. what's going on. So really that is on brand. But uh, she asks him what it is and Tim answers honestly. But I feel like Tim could have been a lot more tactful in how he said it. He could have said something like, listen, I know that you do lots of work around here whatever i'm just overwhelmed with all like there are a lot of better ways he could have put this yeah and he phrases this in the worst possible way and jill responds more or less the way that we did you know for the last 15 years i've been doing all the thankless jobs around here and you never once thanked me in my spare time i somehow found time to give you three children yeah and on and on and on and she ends with a pretty epic coup de gras where it says the fact is, you'd be you were a lot happier when I was just stuck here barefoot and pregnant. I should just squat down and shoot out another kid, shouldn't I? <laughs> and big big cheers and applause from the ladies in the audience. Yeah, and, and then and me on the couch. Yeah, no, we were both holding our fists up. Uh, we held up other parts of our digits later. Uh, but then, <laughs> I mean, third fingers. No, yeah, no, yeah we're not. Like, yeah. What else are you thinking? And, but then, so she said, I should shoot out another kid, and Tim just goes, "Well, don't do it near the furnace vent." <laughs> Which, again, like, look, we criticized this episode for not being funny. There were yeah. some good zingers in there. And I have to say, like, the content of the episode was kind of upsetting to me. But, like, in terms of just the, like, you can tell that the people who created the show wrote this show. There's a certain kind of pop in the way, I, I don't know. I'm not necessarily, it just has that feel to it of, like, the people who created this show wrote this episode. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it, it does feel much more a play on the original mission statement, which is yes. how do men and women coexist together. Yeah. Um, and, and they do it by the women of basically uh, giving in it the first slightest hint of an apology <laughs> and just giving away the whole farm. Uh, it's true. Uh, and there's a lot to criticize in this episode. But uh, there was one thing here that I really, really appreciated. Yeah. Um, you know, since this episode aired in March uh, 14th of 1995. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. I live for the look you give me. It's a swan now. <laughs> they switched the calendar to March, and it's a nice uh, little charcoal uh, drawing of a swan. Oh, God. I, did it, did something happen to you with a calendar in your childhood? Like, did you like did was was your was your first time with a calendar or something? And you're just fixated now. <laughs> oh boy, we get a transition where the next scene uh, invades the current scene, and the audience of Tool Time slides into frame. Wham! <laughs> George Michael is there for some reason, and and yeah, and they and the rest of the scene wakes us up before it go goes, <laughs> and all of a sudden we're watching Arrested Development. Um. <laughs> That's a George Michael joke. We... <laughs> it's not even really hot in here. Why are we like this right now? 
It's a respectable hour and a respectable temperature. Okay. Uh, I have two hours till my bedtime, so okay. we have we're on a tight time limit here. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Um, they're doing cabinet doors. Yes. Uh, on tool time, they're trying to. Yeah. Al is trying to. There you go. Now, now you got it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, but literally every word that comes out of Al's mouth is, uh, 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 shot down by Tim. It's like, you want to slide these two pieces together to form a perfect union. Ha! Yeah, right. Never in history. Pah. Nah. It's never <laughs> once happened. And then, Tim, uh, something on your mind? He says, yeah, I'm cheesed. And then he, <laughs> and then he, I, I forgot that expression existed until this episode. Until I, right now. I know that the expression cheesed off exists, but I love that I'm cheesed is a thing that gets said. That's really, that's really gold to me. Was that just a, like, uh, a supplement, like a, a, like Christmas Story did fudge to, so that kids could say fuck? Uh, I mean, I don't think Christmas Story was the first thing to do fudge instead of fuck, but, uh... Well, uh, popular that's where i know it from I, I don't know i mean i i don't know what cheese is supposed to be standing pissed. in for pissed Ch- cheese I'm, sounds like I'm well, I, I, know, I know that means he's pissed yeah, yeah i just don't know if there's a specific word it's standing in for pissed okay but it doesn't sound anything like it no but it has a double letter yes and an ed Okay, Landon, you win. Cheesed and pissed are the same thing. I, I don't have the energy to fight. You, you you cleverly bring this up after the calendar segment. By the way, there is a new calendar in the background of Tool Time. Okay. Well, does this one at least have a pretty girl on it? It has Heidi. Okay, yeah, that's nice. She, I like Heidi. It's, it's a different color. It's not the tan color anymore. Well, that's good. It's a little, it's like a, a lavender. Okay, good. Lavender. That's a solid color. Yeah. I yeah. still don't understand how they fold solid that flower. Tool Time calendar in half because the top half is a lot... Uh, taller than the bottom half, but you know what? I'm not here to criticize the designs of the calendars. Mysteries of science. I'm just here to point them out. Yeah, I, I'm just asking questions. <laughs> ask not why. Ask why not. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so Tim goes over and starts talking to the audience. Al says something about Tim. Do you want to finish the cupboard or whatever? And he just goes, "Leave me alone, Al." Let me ask you. Yeah. When was the last time we had an episode where Tim decides to? Uh, take his problems to the tool time audience i feel like it's been a while it's been it's been a while like maybe early in this season or sometime in last season Mm -hmm. it's been a while like i I, it's been so long that i can't recall the moment like i can't remember what it was like they all run together because they're oftentimes the same thing i can think of specific moments but i just can't think of the last one which leads me to believe it's been longer than i think it has yeah i know i mean that's probably right like i get like they they have run this exact same play (laughs) so many times though that it's impossible to keep track do you think the creators were like you know you guys haven't been using tool time to air out tim's grievances you know we're we're gonna do this we're gonna show you how it's done one more time and if you leave it on the table, unused, we're going to get a different director. I, I feel like they they are, it's the same mentality as any music director for any radio station in Southern California. Where it's like, I feel like you guys haven't played Hotel California <laughs> enough here. Like, it's just, you uh-huh. only played it 74 times today. But really, like, look here, there's all these songs you're playing that weren't Hotel California. we got to get those numbers up. Like, it, it's kind of that same thing. Like, how yeah. many times can we do the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He uh, goes and rants to the audience about how he's always in trouble with his wife. Obviously, that's his wife's fault. You know, it's not his fault. No, it's on his not wife. not at all. 
Um, and uh, the audience, which seems to be predominantly male, is agreeing with him. Two audience members in particular are very yeah. vociferously agreeing with him. And uh, as as is always the case, Tim invites them down to sit on TV yeah. and talk about how much they hate their girlfriends. Dare we say that uh, he says, I feel like this is worth pointing out. Yeah. That uh, when he starts going on about women bickering and nagging, he says, the big old hen starts clucking. Mm-hmm. Yep. He says that, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He does say that. and It comes up. Yeah, no, it's worth mentioning. It's worth mentioning. Also, it's a good chicken tie-in between the chicken dinner that he smashed flat earlier in the crash <laughs> compactor. Wish they kind of, you know, made some hay out of that or some... some uh, Chicken is it chicken a la king that's all tenderized flat? I guess you wouldn't really. This isn't really your area. No, I had a lot of chicken a la king growing up though. I don't really remember. I was never really privy to how Our, it was prepared. Maybe chicken schnitzel, like just a pounded flat. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Well, it's good content. Just two guys reminiscing about chicken dinners they've had in the past without being winner winners. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the guys come out. They mm-hmm. argue some about whose whose girlfriend talks more than the other one. And uh, eventually Tim suggests that they uh, engage in some... Well, yeah, Tim is saying, like, well, you know, my my wife is studying psychology and thinks she does is role play, so let's role play this. So it's like, wait, you're talking about how your wife talks too much <laughs> and then you're using things you learned from your wife to try and help these guys. Yeah, yeah all the while in the background, Al is uh, dutifully doing uh, the, the, the doors and he uh, is... What, what was it, like, wedges he was doing in the... the Oh well, yeah, like putting way into the—they're called the biscuits, which you refers to them in. The, oh, the in biscuits, the yeah, 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 that's yeah right. but so, like to put the doors on the cabin. Yeah, know. he's trying to wedge a biscuit into this like little frame, and you know, I, you get it—you got it into one, but the other one inside of it—I don't know if you noticed—you couldn't yeah. fit it in because inside was a character actor corner. <laughs> The thing is, I knew, like, as soon as I start talking with these guys, I'm like, okay, be prepared. Dude's going to do something. And here it is. Okay, Landon, fine. This this podcast has now just become a series of jump scares. It's just a prank video. Like, like Landon pranks Truman into segments that he's not ready for. Okay, let's talk about these character actors, because I actually recognized one of them for once. Uh, TJ is bringing us this character actor corner. And Thank we're gonna you. we're going to do a twofer, because it's a, I feel like they're a team. Yeah. Uh, we have, playing Dave and Jim, Dave Chappelle, <gasps> and Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, wait, I should know him too. Saturday Night Live. That half-baked. He looked very he familiar. Plays with Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Okay, okay, they, I get it now. They I, were, they're good friends, and I think, well, have good chemistry this together. is where I, I, this is, okay, what I was foreshadowing earlier in the episode, the only good thing that I could see that maybe came from this episode is I see a scenario where Jim and Dave met while uh doing this i don't know if that's true but uh if their friendship started here and we have the movie half baked uh we have home improvement to thank for that okay well i mean that that i can appreciate that's worth that's worthy of a celebration i i mean with the kind of interplay that they have like it seems like they would have known each other before this like because the, yeah the, these two stand out i mean dave Chappelle especially like he his performance is really good and stands out from the the other performances in this episode it's like it's pretty uh it's pretty solid I mean, when he's getting down there and and uh impersonating his girlfriend and role-playing <laughs> it is, I you, was trying to yeah. stall for time because I could see you're pulling something up on your computer. Thank you, I appreciate I, I can, that. I can see reflected in your eyeball its IMDb. Uh, <laughs> Why are you looking so close to my eyeballs? Well, Landon, they're dreamy. Um, the question is, were they, either one of them, on ER? Safe money is going to be to say no. 
Well, let's go through them individually. Okay. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle? No, not on ER. You are correct. Was Jim Brewer on ER? I still feel like Safe Money is no. You are correct. Oh, ding, 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 I would have felt really ding. dumb if I'd missed that one. <laughs> also from Saturday Night Live, obviously for many years. Yeah, uh, Jim Brewer played Joe Pesci. You remember that? Oh, Go okay. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's coming to me now. It's coming to me now. He did. He looked familiar. I, I was like, I know this guy from something. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Goat Boy would hold up. I feel like it would be kind of an annoying. Yeah, yeah, point. I feel like, I, I, well, I don't know, maybe if they made it into its own movie, it would definitely be funny <laughs> if they gave it two hours. Unlike Chris Kattan's character, where he played uh, the monkey man, what was the, Mr. I don't, I don't watch a huge amount of SNL. Oh, okay, right, like, right, like, right. look, do you want to talk about David Pumpkins? I'll talk about David Pumpkins all day. I have never actually seen a David Pumpkins sketch. Oh, well, there's only one, and it's amazing. It's like gold. It's like literally drinking gold, which actually would be <laughs> bad i think it happens to a guy in game of thrones so it's not like drinking gold i i swear there is a thought process behind this um but i just realized something the yeah. other day is this another transition or like no a no 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 or no, something? no are you uh, gonna talk about a calendar we'll, we'll just step out of character actor corner when it's time okay uh we've speculated a number of times about kelsey Grammer and tim allen uh, uh doing something together yeah they have what have they done well aside from that promo for uh presumed innocent <laughs> Tim Allen, how did you get this number? Toy Story 2. Oh, shit, Stinky Pete. You're right. <laughs> I mean, they weren't in the same room at the same time. Fair, yeah. But still, still they, they share a credit. They do share a credit. Wow, they were really just like, when they were making those Toy Story movies, they were like, okay, who's, who's big sitcom actors in the 90s? Who we got? Tim Allen, Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> uh, Becker, not popular enough. Fuck you, Ted Danson. Don't be in this movie. Uh, uh, okay, so we so, step uh, step backwards out of uh, Tool Time Corner. Nope, yeah. uh, character at Corner. We're yeah, the, this whole show is Tool Time Corner. Uh, yeah, so they, they sit down and uh, you know go down there to talk with them on TV. There's yeah. this discussion over whose girlfriend talks the most. They, yeah, Tim's just they role play it. Just going through my notes here, and uh, one of them says like, "Well, what if what if Lorraine watches this? Lorraine is the name of one of their girlfriends." Yeah. He says, "Oh, well, she wouldn't watch Tool Time. She hates Tim." Which... Did it? And I love this because uh, I think you were taking a note during this moment, but uh, they cut away for a brief shot of the audience. Yeah. And there's a guy who gets so excited by that line <laughs> where he just he like he turns to the guy next to him like elbows him. He's like. <laughs> I can't believe how true that is. I hate Tim. <laughs> I hate Tim too. It's like she says what I'm thinking. Um, oh, it was amazing. So uh, yeah, so they uh, they so he so he has Dave Chappelle start uh, role playing with um, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, and well, they're called Dave and Jim. Dave and Jim. Oh, very creative character names. Yeah, smart. smart. Um, and Tim has a, an air horn, and he's yeah. going to blow it every time. Uh, that Jim, who's playing the man in the situation, uh, does a little faux pas. Yeah, and so Dave impersonating uh, Jim's girlfriend is saying something like, uh, "Well, you know, you said you were home last night, but I went by. You weren't there. Where were you? Mm-hmm. Where and- was I?" <laughs> and Tim goes, "Tool time tip: Women always know men are lying when they repeat the question." And then he has the guys get up and like, like yeah. stand up and take it further. And so then. Uh, Dave, Dave is like, uh, oh, what is it like, like, you know, I called you last night. How come you didn't call me last night? You said you were going to call. And then, uh, Jim is trying to stammer for an excuse. He can't do it. And, uh, and then he winds up repeating the question again. So Tim blows the horn again. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, you know, Al comes uh, to save the day, steps in to give some very 
sound advice saying, you know, because uh, one of the role plays that they were going through, because, well, I should say, Jim, after he gets to the second air horn, goes to Tim and says, well, let me ask you this, you know, what do you do when your girl is talking about marriage? And, you know, like, I, I don't want to break up with her, but we're talking about a big commitment here, man. I can't deal with marriage. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's not tubular at all. I can't even hang ten with a ring on my finger. <laughs> Watch me in my new show, John from Cincinnati. It's about surfing <laughs> and Jesus. So um, that's when Al steps in. He's, he decides, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give some some sound advice here. And he like he pats Jim on the shoulder and says, you know what? Marriage is a uh, you know it's a it's a big commitment, and you have to explain to her that uh, that's not something that should be rushed into. That you need to take your time to fully consider all of the uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and, well, uh, uh, all, yeah, can, it's a it's a lifelong commitment that it can't be rushed into. Yeah, and I want to correct you. He says that to to him, and then he pats him on the shoulder. It, it, is this penance for the the calendar? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is this is when did what character touch the other character corner? Uh, surprise, you're in it. Well, uh, we can uh, both agree that after he gives the sound advice and steps back, he then gives the best thumbs up that television has oh ever seen. God, it's so good; it almost set your TV on fire. And we both <laughs> said the word "gif" at the same time. But no, it's like he he gives this advice that is clearly good advice. It's yeah. also clearly not what these two lugheads want to hear. They and Tim all look at each other, then look back at Al, and then it's just Al giving that thumbs up. <laughs> and Tim takes the air horn and air horns his thumbs up, and out of the air horn comes Karn Corner. Fucking damn it, Landon. You give me PTSD with these. Okay, Karn (laughs) Karn Corner, though. I'm I'm into it. I'm in it. I'm here. Um, Okay, so this is something. I wanted to do a little bit of research uh, before I really promoted this on the show, but uh, Richard Karn has, uh, he is uh, taken back to the airwaves. Airwaves? TV waves? Commercial waves. waves. Whatever you call waves of ads. He is a spokesperson. Okay. Spokesperson waves. Yeah. Air... Yeah, whatever. No, no, man. Keep get into this quagmire. Keep sending troops to the Vietnam. That is this. uh, That is this phrase you're trying to get out of your mouth. Uh, He has teamed up with the National Pest Management Association. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, About about what? How to how to properly ensure that your pests have the maximum efficiency in the workplace. How to fire a pest who's not working well. How well, to mediate pest sexual harassment. I was a little uh, little hesitant to help promote this because I wanted to make sure that Pest World wasn't going to be some sort of like, uh, you know, inhumane sort of thingamabob. But it is a, a non-profit, nationally recognized uh, thing that gives you tips on how to keep pests out of the household. Uh, promoting health and safety, uh, cleanliness, lack of disease, that sort of stuff. So cool. It seems on the surface to be a pretty legitimate thing uh and richard karn you can go find a video of him being a spokesperson yes giving you five tips on how you can uh pest proof your home that's good actually that's all i hate bugs that's good information to have yeah and and a great spokesperson to get it from yeah so well, go follow uh richard karn at the richard karn on twitter as well as pest world and does he get? Does he have an assy uh, co-host who repeatedly interrupts him and goes off <laughs> off message about it? Like he's trying to talk about how to keep bull weevils out of your house. And <laughs> no, but I did notice on uh, on one of the uh, so he's in this this video and it kind of looks like maybe it was recorded in his backyard. I can't say that for sure, but he's in front of a house and it has some of those like old colonial style uh, columns on it. Mm-hmm. And someone. Um, commented on one of his posts of this saying i kept waiting for tim to back into the house with a truck 
Uh, and of course, I had the blood, sweat, and gears uh, gif ready to go. Um, but it was true that that guy was right on point because it does kind of look like the same exact house that uh, Ink's. You remember Ink? Oh, oh, how could I forget Ink and his uh, wife Pink? Ink and Pink. Yeah, it did look like their house that Tim backed the truck into. So, hey, man, back the truck up. Beep beep. There you go, Tim. We're gonna back the truck up out of Carn Corner, uh, which was brought to us by John V. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, awesome thumbs up from Al. Um, but Tim caps this whole thing off. Well, first by, by, so he does some more role play with, uh, like there, there's one more like section of role play with Dave and Jim where then, uh, you know, Tim steps in and, sa- and says, you know, uh, something like he stomps the role play, but then Dave still in character goes like, but I want to know who he was calling. Like if you weren't calling, if you weren't calling me, then who are you calling? And then Tim goes, "Dave, we're we're, we're done. You don't have to." And he like very sheepishly sits down. Yeah. And Tim goes, "Look, the moral here is is that women or guys playing women like to confuse us." And he really goes off the deep end here. Yeah, he's I, saying that women want to trap men into marriage. Women just have to be married. Yeah, and Al tries to tries to step in here and say that's not the case. And Tim goes, "No, women have to be married. Otherwise, they'll be stuck at home nagging themselves." And then Al pulls out the uh, patented Tim Taylor Detroit, Michigan care yeah. of Tool Time. Well, it wasn't a care; it was just a, a, street. a phone number this time. So oh, say, yeah. Tool Time eight one zero five 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 Tool. Want to point out? I like the attention to detail. Eight one zero is the Detroit uh, area code. Yeah, but five 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 isn't a real prefix. You are correct on that. I'm just saying, it couldn't be that realistic. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we transition out of that. Now I just want to point out. Tim said a lot of stuff. Jill is upset that Tim called her a big hen on TV. Yeah. Now, is Jill upset as a feminist on behalf of women everywhere that Tim said that all women want to trap men in marriage, that women need to be married <laughs> because no. the, because women are so prone to nagging that they have to nag someone? You got to pick your battles. I mean, I I'm not disagreeing with you, but in terms of how am I going to approach my husband with this? I'm going to pick the one that was directed at me, which was calling me uh, the big old hen goes a clucking. I guess so. I guess so. But it's still, uh, it's not a good look for Tim. No. Um, so we cut to the basement. Yes. Tim is looking uh, up the f- furnace vent uh, yeah. while Mark is helping. Yeah. Brad and Randy are playing uh, hockey again with, this time, the, definitely the crochet, crochet balls. balls. Definitely, definitely crochet. Not crochet. crochet. No, they crocheted some balls, and they learned their lesson from earlier in the episode. They're like, <laughs> we got to play with something a little more soft. Uh, crochet balls, I'm thinking, are, are those like fake testicles that you hang off your knitting needles? <laughs> For like really super masculine guys who are into cross stitching, yeah, yeah. or are they testicles that you crochet to hang off the back of your truck? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they they hang right next to the the mud flaps that are made from those beads that you iron. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a really confusing back of that truck. A lot of questions there. Of course, Jill comes home mad again because yes. she saw Tool Time. Uh, yeah, as what, we also because the boys are still still playing hockey on rollerblades in the yeah. living room, so they try to act like they're cleaning. But she uh, reveals that no, I saw Tool Time in the student lounge today, and or like I saw a bunch of students watching Tool Time in the student lounge. Let me ask you, what undergrads in the middle of the day are like? Oh man, let's turn on that basic cable tool show. <laughs> like really We're, this yeah, isn't vocational no, school yeah like unless and the only excuse is that they are stoned out of their minds eating pizza Could quite well in be. which case i like if tool time was actually on i would definitely get high and watch that show like, <laughs> dude, it's amazing they never even 
build anything. This guy's ruining his marriage every night. Uh, Al pal number one right here. Uh, so, yeah, Tim is trying to get the... What? I like that character I created. Stoner who loves tool time. Maybe it's not the most creative character. It's no Fraser. It's, it's no script man. Well, I mean, I, I don't know why you think I would be good at script man. I'm not script man. Everyone Just because <laughs> script right. man and I have never been seen in the same place at the same time doesn't make me script man. <laughs> uh, so Tim is trying to get this ring out of the furnace. He has Mark go upstairs to drop a tennis ball down there that will yep. supposedly knock the thing loose. Um, Mark comes up and Jill is there being angry at Tim and... Uh, and, you know, Mark explains what he's going to, like, why, what have you got that tennis ball for? He says, oh, I'm going to, Dad's waiting for me to drop it down to clear the, uh, clear the ring out of the furnace. And so Jill takes one of the croquet balls instead. You know, Tim is yelling up like, hey, Mark, I'm ready. Come on, just throw it down. And so she chucks the uh, croquet ball down. <laughs> clang, 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 clunk. Ow! <laughs> yep. Yep, and she, he said, who, who did that? And she said, the big hen. <laughs> Tim, Tim goes, I guess you saw tool time today. And as he's saying this, he decides, I'm going to grab the Detroit Lions helmet. Yeah, and puts it Because he ex- fully expects more to come down. Uh, and in doing so, it, thinking he has the protection uh, that he needs to um, endure any more of the crochet balls. Cro- croquet. Wow, that's wow, a hard we've word got, to say. got you stuck on it now. Um, starts to lean into it. He yeah. doesn't apologize. He no, just kind of not. like owns up to it jill says why don't you open up to like why don't you open up to me at home but you feel free to blab about whatever you want in front of all those strangers on tool time and tim goes because on tool time i can say whatever i want and i mean this is a thing that they've talked about (laughs) multiple times yeah don't drag our personal family business onto tool time this is a perfectly reasonable request to make tim has agreed to it in the past (laughs) yeah multiple episodes about and he's and he's violated this multiple times there's an exact episode in what season one season two where those two guys come down yeah and do basically the same thing it's the same exact episode essentially they talk about their wives and how much it pisses them off jill sees the episode and gets pissed those guys' wives see the episode and get pissed. This is just basically a remake of an episode. <laughs> it's like the Gus Van Sant Psycho movie. Yep, yeah. yep, that's the closest <laughs> comparison. But, I mean, it's, um... I, I, I don't know. And also, like, I... I, 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 it's just, it's just hard for me. It's just hard for yeah, me no, to, it's... like, the same thing. Like, how do you get, like, was it really just because back in that day and age, people didn't remember what had been on TV after a couple of years? I guess so, yeah. As I said, I, well, I don't know. This just would have been entering syndication, so there probably weren't even reruns yet, except for summer nights. I mean, what does Tim think is going to happen? Like, yeah. you know Jill watches your show. You know people who Jill knows watch your show. Like, just assume that everyone knows what's on your show, Tim. Yeah. Why is he always surprised? Well, he is a public figure, you know, and he argues for that point in numerous episodes as well. Yeah. I don't know. Between this episode and knowing that we have a two-part best of coming up, like, I can't even imagine what they're saving up all of the the laughs because it's a... Larfs. It's a scarce commodity on the show, apparently. Yeah. Uh, And the budget... We have to have a massive season finale. I mean, it. The, this time he and Bob Vila are wacky racing in space, basically. <laughs> uh, anyway, she drops another crochet ball once. Croquet ball once. Uh, Tim removes the helmet and thinks he's safe again. I and think, of course, it I, I think cracks cro- off his head. I think croquet versus crochet is your Randy, Mark, and Brad. <laughs> I, 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 that's you. You found your white whale. 
Um, yeah. So out back. Yeah. Steakhouse. No rules, just right. Bloomin' onion. <laughs> That's not a steakhouse. This is a steakhouse. Out in the backyard. Tim finds the boys out there playing football. The boys are yeah. playing a shitload of sports. Brad and Randy are just going to town at sports ball. They like sports and they don't care who knows. Um, so uh, Tim says something to it like, "Hey, you guys, you guys said you were going to clean up. Are you out here playing uh, playing football?" And they kind of just like throw in his face what what Jill was throwing in his. You know, like, well, "Why do you why do you feel like you talk about this on Tool Time, but you don't talk about these things to us? Like, you can't bring it up with your sons." I don't know. He gets mad at them, so he just, you know, does what a typical dad does and pounces on his son and tries to start wrestling for him, <laughs> wrestling with him. And then Randy pulls his sweatshirt up, sweatshirt up over his face. Yeah, different than you know, different sport. They're playing hockey earlier. This is football now. Yeah, well now now it's now it's wrestling. I think they're, they're hitting everything in the Olympics, except football isn't in the Olympics yet. No, but video games will be before football. That's weird suck it football video games rule <laughs> um also i don't know if we've discussed this already but south korea is gonna kick everybody's ass at video games like they've been, they've had video games as a sport for what it like us trying to play other countries in or especially us trying to play south korea in video games is like us trying to play other countries in american football like yeah the thing that we do all the time we're gonna be better at so um wilson like tim, tim is out there at what let's call it he's hit his rock bottom he's at a low point in the episode yeah and then we hear a the mournful call of a harmonica. And <laughs> walks the Connors from Roseanne. Well, Landon says, like, what, is Roseanne starting now? I mean, great. it sounds exactly the same. And I, I think it had I've, to have been a reference. I, I think I've pointed this out before that, uh, um, oh, my God. Sorry, my brain is Carmen. Having, uh, Dan Foliart yeah. uh, also did the theme song for Roseanne. So either he's the, the harmonica player, which is why it sounds exactly the same the same or he works with the same house musician i mean all uh, harmonicas kind of sound alike yeah but it's there's a certain you can tell a signature of a, a harmonica ah, true true tv theme song blues man <laughs> it's got a calling card everybody can hear <laughs> uh but yeah wilson is playing the harmonica and singing the blues he's just got a little bit of the blues this week yep and uh tim explains that jill was pelting him with croquet balls because she's mad at him Wilson starts singing the blues about what's happened to Tim. And oh my god, listeners, a magical thing happened in Gruntwork Studios. <laughs> well, uh, Truman, I... Truman covers his face uh, as if the goriest scene of a horror film is coming on. And I, says, I was, oh Jesus, I don't like where this is going. I, I didn't like where this is going. Well, I, I didn't cover my eyes. I just was pinching the bridge of my nose between my hands as though I had a terrible migraine. Because in a sense, I did on some level. <laughs> um, but yeah, he definitely um, sings about the croquet ball blues. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. Um, as, not that I am an expert in comic timing, uh, that I've ever been funny once in my life, but I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that the rhythm of blues is not conducive to jokes. No, it's really not. It's really not. I'm going to do a setup. Going to continue the setup. Here's a turn to the setup. And here's the punchline. 
Yeah, I think the only time... <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, buy our CD up front. Uh, I think that the only time the blues has been played properly for comedic effect was that The Office episode where... Michael and Holly break up and uh, he and Daryl are driving like they're on this road trip back. Oh, from yes. New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Daryl's like, well, you know, what? I'm really sad. Sometimes I like to sing the blues. And so he just so Daryl's going like and then Michael goes and Daryl just it decides it's no, he's trying to explain it to him. So they're just going back and forth going and that's the only time it's been yeah, funny. Exactly. Just two it's... guys making sounds at each other, <laughs> which is what we do a lot here. Yes. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, t- Tim asks Wilson, when did you learn to play the harmonica? And Wilson says this morning, he says, can I ask you a question? And Wilson says, bring it on home, Tim. Jesus. And so, so he and Wilson wind up singing the blues about, well, okay. He explains that Jill wants to talk all the time. She's very angry at him. Wilson suggests maybe Jill is actually crying out for help and wants to talk. And then he and Wilson sing the blues about getting hit in the head with croquet balls I'm going to say something. Please. I'm just going to just, I'm just going to, I almost want to turn my chair around again and rap so oh, the no. kids understand. Okay. This with me, but, um, <laughs> well, I'm Truman Caps and I'm here to say that I don't like home improvement in a major way. That's it. Stop it. Stop it. This is the worst, <laughs> most musical episode. I also should, oh God. And I haven't even done the theme song yet. Oh God. So he, uh. Like, they, they keep milking this croquet ball hitting yeah. Tim in the head thing. Yes. It's not that funny. No. It does, it does not need to be revisited a million times. Yeah. It's like, there is funnier things that happened in this episode that don't get as much... Like, okay, yeah, she hit you in the head with some croquet balls. <laughs> yeah. It's not the thing to be singing the blues about. Right, right. Maybe you could write a blues song about, like, frustrations with men and women and all that stuff. But no, you fall back on this physical comedy bit. But Truman... Landon. Did Tim blow up Benny's house? He did not blow up Benny's house. <laughs> uh, Fanicula, Fanicula. Uh, so then he and Wilson sing the blues about that. Oh, right, I said that, I said that. Uh, yeah, and so then we go back to tool time, unless you we, have anything else. I do. We okay. get a, a crochet ball. Croquet ball! Landon! Transition. Oh my God. Put, a, put a buck in the in the in the crochet jar. <laughs> Take a buck out of the, the, the boy jar and put it in the crochet jar. Um... This time, the croquet balls have sunglasses because the blues are cool. They do. They, they come bouncing towards us. And I have to say, I thought for a second, like, are those emojis? Did they just invent <laughs> cool guy emoji? Uh, yeah. Back on t- uh, Tool Time, behind the scenes, actually, Al is being super frosty to Tim. Yes. Uh, you know, t- <laughs> and, and Tim says, like, well, what, what's wrong, Al? Do you want to talk about it? Or, like, you know, basically trying to open the lines of communication. Yeah. We get a big revelation about al what that he doesn't like it when tim derails the show they both work on that his name is albert i think we could have guessed well it could have been alfred true oh i think we've been over this before and i said the same thing i've posed the question before but i don't think we've ever got the answer till now well now we know it's it's albert it's albert borland which is doesn't roll off the tongue albert borland i wonder what his middle name is uh I, it would be great if his middle name was Beard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he reveals that, uh, yeah, he's upset that uh, Tim, uh, that they never finished making that cabinet because he has a bunch of cabinet maker friends who yep. he told to watch the show. And they were upset that they didn't get to uh, see them finish. <clears throat> and <laughs> Tim... a great allism for me. No, it's certainly that he has multiple cabinet maker friends. <laughs> and Tim's response Probably to this... Probably met them at the linoleum convention. <laughs> Honestly, Yes. 
Uh, Tim's response to this, though, isn't to apologize, but it's to say, gosh, I hope they didn't get unhinged. Which is still funnier than getting hit with a croquet ball, but... (laughs) Um, so, but, uh, yeah, Dave and Jim come hurrying back just uh, seconds before they're supposed to go on air and say, oh my God, we're in big trouble. Starring Tim Allen. <laughs> I made the same joke in my notes. Oh, uh, yeah, but they, uh, their girlfriends saw the episode and are pissed at them. Just like what happened with those other guys. <laughs> um, and they want Tim to go out and take the blame for it. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know what happens, but the opening of the show disappears and all of a sudden they're just walking out onto the air. Well, we see Heidi walking out that direction. So we assume that she says it. We just don't see it or hear it. That's a big assumption to make for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was there a calendar you can console yourself? <laughs> there was with? no calendar in the behind the scenes. Nah, life is hard. Sometimes, but there was London. cooking for Irma. Oh, okay. With Irma. Yeah. Cooking for Irma is a different matter entirely. They changed formats. <laughs> She's like, I have put in 35 years on this show. When are people going to start cooking for me? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, well, Tim is having such a hard time cooking for uh, Jill and cleaning up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so they start the show. Tim goes out, introduces himself as uh, Tim. Taylor. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. Well, <laughs> no, yeah. that was your nickname for me. That was, oh yeah, he says, Tim, I got the blues, Taylor, and this is Al, he's the reason I've got the blues, Borland. Yeah. Not true. Al doesn't give you the blues. You give Al the blues. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Al reveals that they got 398 angry calls from women after the last episode. Uh, but Tim, who's counting? I am. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Al. And then, uh, Tim basically takes the camera around to the back uh, so that the two dudes can apologize, yeah. Jim and uh, Jim and uh, Dave. Yep. And what I loved about this is that there are two stagehands who yeah. are so taken back by uh, the camera going back there that they try to like look for a way out. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they just get racked with fear and stick right behind, like right in the middle of Dave and Jim while they're talking through this entire scene, and uh, we just catch glimpses of them like recoiling in utter fear. Yeah, uh, for about three minutes. Here. This, it's some really great performances. They're really <laughs> acting like stagehands you don't want to be on camera. You remember Jerry? Yeah, and that lady. Yeah, and whatever happened to them? They disappeared. Died probably. Knowing that, knowing the you know once once Tim consolidated his power over Tool Time, all those producers vanished. <laughs> uh, yeah, so takes him around to apologize. Yeah. Uh, Dave promises his girlfriend that he will never listen to Tim again. Al epically leans in from out of frame and goes, the only tool time tip you'll ever need. <laughs> I love Al. I love Al, too. When when life is hard, there's Al. <laughs> uh, and then when the other guy, uh, you know, reveals to his girlfriend that not only has he decided on a wedding date, but also he's even picked out a ring. And you know how it is. When you're planning to propose to uh, someone special in your life, the first thing that you do is show her the ring on TV that you picked out ahead of time so she knows that you're going to do it so there's no surprise in the moment of it. (laughs) Um, When he pulls it out, pulls out the ring, Tim picks it up from him, has the camera zoom in. I count three, two, (laughs) one. The camera bonks the ring, it drops, and oh, I didn't know there was that great there. We get a ring transition. Oh my god, this was a... (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) One of the more intense transitions we've had in a while. We follow a CGI ring through a CGI tunnel, not unlike the one that Tim and Al shrunk themselves down (laughs) to run around in. Uh, And it takes us to the dining room, where uh, Tim has uh, uh, gotten in touch with his inner Wes Anderson. (laughs) He's uh, created a little diorama of uh, what Jill's office 
uh, for her private practice, assuming that's what she wants to do. She might want to go into research. I think you're being a little presumptuous here, Tim. Seriously. Uh, but he says, you know, I've created a diorama uh, of what your office will look like when you graduate. Yeah. And at first I think like, oh, well, he said, yeah, he says he's going to build her this office. Mm-hmm. Now, in my experience with therapists, yes, I've been to one multiple over the course of years uh they don't tend to have just a freestanding office that some douchebag built it tends to be like a space in an existing office building my first therapist was actually out of her home oh okay well yeah or yeah they use okay so i guess i mean they didn't build the room specifically for therapy she repurposed uh the study or something for it but the the ultimate thing the parlor Okay, well, the ultimate thing would be if uh, she repurposes the garage. If she just, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm the major breadwinner now, Tim. This is mine. <laughs> you can put your car stuff down in the basement with all the bugs. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just got a scale model of the office. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's the desk. Here's the couch. And here's your nut. And it's a little peanut with a face drawn on it lying on the couch. Uh, Jill is a Lego lady sitting uh, behind the desk. And they then proceed to roleplay using the Lego lady and the peanut to talk about their feelings. And I have to say, I wish the rest of the episode and this bit itself lived up to the concept of this bit. Because I feel (laughs) like the the camera just this whole time is close on the diorama and Tim touching the peanut and moving it around. Yeah, they're play acting each of the characters. And that, like... Again, that's a clever idea and a Mm -hmm. cute bit. I wish that it had gone better. Yeah. There's look. There's an episode of Workaholics where the guys. Uh, I know you're not a fan of the show, but the guys. I haven't all, seen much of it, so I can't be too. Well, the, the the three dudes. It's great. The three. This is actually from one of their later weaker seasons, but I still liked this bit a lot. The guys are. Uh, they've gotten into a huge fight, and they wind up. Um, the the workplace conflict resolution guy winds up having them make sock puppets so that they can talk about their problems through the sock puppets and not themselves. <laughs> And in the scene where they finally do it, the camera just frames in these three sock puppets. And there's like a fairly deep two and a half minute long conversation that is all just them holding their, these like (laughs) socks with googly eyes and fake hair glued to them up. And um, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. And I, I don't know, I kind of wish this had gone closer to that, but. um, (laughs) But here we are. So yeah, basically, uh, you know, Jill, you know, Tim says, like, uh, you know, I, I feel like I opened up to you, and as a result, you jumped down my throat, and Jill says, I'm sorry, I should have been more able to hear what you were saying when I asked you what you were feeling. Okay, cool. Are, is Tim gonna apologize for uh, disobeying her repeated requests to not talk about family stuff on the yeah. show? Is he gonna apologize for calling her a big hen? Is he gonna apologize for everything he said about women? Is he gonna apologize for implying that marriage is a trap that women design do imprison men? Apologize for 15 years of not pulling his weight in the marriage and the household chores and putting everything on the gender norms of the woman doing everything? Uh, Okay, and looks like no, Alex. That's not (laughs) going to happen. Did not phrase that in the form of a question. Uh, 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 Yeah. Uh, Well, she also apologizes for the croquet balls. But... Again, let's just keep bringing up the croquet balls. <laughs> uh, and then coming out of this, Tim suggests that uh, Jill is going to be a really good psychologist and that uh, she's going to one day have her own show. And then he just kind of does some jokes about what that would be like. Oh, guess what? Jill's psychology show would be a lot like Tim's tool of show. Of course. Is everyone cognizant of what time it's become? <laughs> it's psycho time. That's great. Uh, we go to the dining room. Where, uh, this is the stinger. 
Mm-hmm. Unless you had more about that no, scene. No, no. We're in the stinger. He has taped up every vent in the house and has attached a overpowered Binford uh, industrial fan to the uh, furnace vent system so that it will blow the ring out of the single vent. Do I need to point out the logical errors of this? No. You don't need to <laughs> point. If you block the vents, the ring could still go up one of the other vents and get trapped <laughs> where you've taped it you need to go into the pipe itself and block off any of the entrances so that it has a direct route up and out of the uh the vent also if you could see the ring in there which she mentioned in an earlier scene why not get a magnet <laughs> put it on a piece of fucking Jesus string Christ, i don't want to give tim a magnet and lower it down there i'm just saying like a normal uh, I'm just, I, look i came up with a solution for this problem <laughs> so but it works for him ding dong ding 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 we get a lot of ricocheting and it ends up in the stew yep and they pull it off and it says uh he reads the inscription on it that's partially worn off i i you know i will never love an otter uh i'm supposed to say other oh that's i've been staying away from otters you're lost wow. tim otters we, rule we have lost so much stamina for this episode <laughs> it took it out of us it dude did. uh we get a singer uh, we get our outtakes are actually a deleted scene of al really exploding on tim which um would have been cathartic had it not just beaten us down but uh, yeah talking about the biscuits yeah and tim's like do you think they call them biscuits no i don't think they call them biscuits because they're this biscuit that biscuit uh it was it was otherwise would have been great hey al you sound like a biscuit case oh yeah i forgot about that yeah. i tried to block that out of my head yeah it's killing me oh uh, yeah yeah smalls um Let's so, yeah, that's uh, that's the episode of Home Improvement. And I thought this would go a lot faster than normal, but we're actually over time. Yep, we are over time. So let's just go right into Tweet Time. Okay. Sponsored by Kirsty. Oh, nice. Wait, because we're in overtime, am I getting paid time and a half for yes, this? Yes, you are. Oh, awesome. Great. Okay, well, let's drag this one out, man. Another You're hour and a half. Let's go. Getting Whoop. paid in grunts. Um, uh, I said, and I actually haven't read this yet, so we're in for a treat here. Yeah. Um, I just copied and pasted without reading it so far. Uh, all I said was... Um, Tell us your stories about non-injurious accidents around your home. Okay. And we only got one response. Nice. From Tara. Oh. Uh, when she says, I'm going to cold read. I've been working on this. Okay. So. Okay. In my condo, there's a closet located in the hallway where the washer and dryer are. And they are hidden by a pair of bifold doors. I feel like I've seen that in a condo yeah, before. Yeah, I'm familiar with this. One of them is broken, so both doors perpetually stay open, and I hit my elbow on one of them as often as Tim hits his head on the pipe in the basement. <laughs> that would be annoying. I would be upset by that. I, I yeah. imagine a lot of the same swear gets yelled every time you walk through that room. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, it's uh, Jesus fucking Christ is my, my go-to. Uh, yesterday, or two days ago, I was cooking something in the kitchen, uh, I'd put a I'd put one kind of like metal tin over a pan that I had some stuff cooking in mm-hmm. because I don't have a just a cover with like a silicone handle I kind of was MacGyvering it and then when the time came to remove that metal pan I did the thing I've done a million times I pried it open with a fork and then uh, waited for the steam to escape and then took a silicone hot pad to lift that 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 metal pan off the other one and uh Somehow, this time, I burned my thumb right oh, through God. the silicone, and so, yeah, I threw it onto the, like, I basically 
did a half turnaround, dropping the metal pan. It crashed onto the floor. Clang, clang, clang. I yelled, fuck, 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 fuck. And then ran my uh, <laughs> thumb under the sink for a long time. And then basically for the rest of the afternoon, it's kind of just going, ow, fuck, ow, fuck, ow, fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't really have any stories about around my apartment. I mean, I've cut my hands about Oof. a trillion times Ugh. making food. But uh, there's something in the apartment that I... I constantly banging myself on yeah i mean it was you know yeah i guess yeah the knife is not a banging thing oh i know i used to have one of those uh computer mats yeah uh that go under your chair so that you're not wrecking the the carpet and whenever it cracked it like bent upwards and then i would back up and like cut my foot on that all of the time i forgot how much you hate cutting a lot a lot of cutting and there's a regular episode of sharp objects in here amy adams I'm watching Sharp Objects yeah. at the moment. It's a oh, great okay. show. Yeah. Well, I did cut my foot once, and uh, out of it came the grunt count. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything I hate at once. <laughs> and the grunt count I, is actually brought to us by Tara. Oh, great. Well, thank, thank you, Tara. My a guess, very injurious grunt count. Yeah. My guess for this episode is three. Your guess is correct, sir. Yes! Ding, 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 da, 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 da. I just pulled my shoulder out doing uh, that. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, another household injury you can know, talk I about. Uh, this, this is, is why grunt work. Do I get workers' comp? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm getting overtime, you're getting workers' comp. Oh, great. Okay, fantastic. Uh, grunt workers' comp. <laughs> uh, we should, this is why we need to stretch before we podcast. Yes. Three. Three. Yep, Tim goes, ah, ah, ah. And that's that. And that's the T. Cool. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I wish I had more to say about it. It's just yeah, I don't, yeah, it was a pretty, uh, standard grunt, uh, cluster. Yeah, grunt cluster. Yeah. Um, okay, well, is there anything... Do you want to spend more time on this episode? Uh, no, I don't. I want to. I want to GTFO this server. Uh, well, I haven't been recording this entire time, so we got to start over from oh, this. Oh no! <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> if you put on a pot of coffee, boys, it's gonna be a long night. I'm gonna. I'm gonna alter this a little bit. If you tolerated today's show and yes. want to help us create even better content, because it can only go up from here, we need help. Consider becoming an official Grunthead sponsor over on our Patreon. Yep. Once you become a sponsor on our Patreon, you get access to our supplemental podcast, Grunt Work Nights, a podcast where we talk about anything but the TV series Home Improvement, so sometimes we're in a better mood. <laughs> Plus, uh, your donations and support uh, help us get things like this uh, Super Nintendo game. You're not pointing to it, Dragon. Well, there like, you go. Now you, you found do it. you see how bent my thumb is? Yeah, that is, that is. Okay. You're, you, yeah, you think I'm pointing in one direction. It's actually going much further. You're pointing you to your ass, really. <laughs> <laughs> they help us get this. This badonkadonk. <laughs> um... Uh, so yeah, your money helps us get, uh, stuff like the Super Nintendo game, which we're going to be very excited to play. Yeah, your, your contributions help us buy video games. <laughs> Do it <laughs> There's up, There's also the board game, and, uh, we're oh, going to have to, um, I think get two other people. We're going to have to get guests on our show to oh, play the Home Improvement board game damn. someday. Sarah Koenig and, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want Joe Rogan on here, but he would probably bring us a lot of listeners, so there you go. Uh, that is patreon.com slash gruntworkpod. If you want to help others find, uh, this show, consider leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your pad... Podcasts. Your podcasts. Podcasts. Uh, the padded. The, the, the way I'm I wrote this now no longer makes any sense. Uh, get a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. That's pretty redundant. Yeah, it is. I you said podcast I'm going to go back to saying iTunes. Yeah, you should. People cool. will know what you mean. Tell them what they get if they do. Oh, if they do, you get a super flat chicken dinner. Cool. Because it's been compacted. Oh, I got it. By the, the transition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please stop by and say hi to us on Twitter or Instagram where you can find us at GruntWorkPod. You can in, in, uh, also find information on today's show which is our um, on our website. Which is... Grunt Work Podcast.com. Wow. Yeah. 
It is. All kinds of things are different. Yep, I know. <laughs> Very <laughs> thrown off. changes. It's like that episode of Frasier where Marty doesn't get his yellow bowl and their entire oh my morning God. routine is thrown off. Oh, hot! <laughs> While you're there, you can sign up for our weekly newsletter. Uh, and until next week when we cover another episode of Home Improvement, I've been Lana Solano. I've been Truman Caps. And remember, love is love, even if you love an otter. Good night, everybody. Or good morning. No jokes. Uh-huh.